Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Initiate Orphans Trailer. Welcome to The Orphans. It's Baz Gilroy. Baz Gilroy. Gilroy. Baz Gilroy. Hello. I am geometrically fabricated and functional reasoning unit, but you can call me. Jeffrey. Do you know what they're going to do to me? That's what I am to them out there. Just a spill on the floor that needs wiping up, aren't I? I will not stay here and witness your stupidity. You do nothing but pretend. You don't care about me. Get up. He's going to find us if we don't move. The Orphans. The Orphans. The Orphans. The Orphans. Facility. Out now. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. It contains content that may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com. All right, so today... uh, Today, it's me and Liam. Yay! Max, well, Max and Doug could not make it. I've got a few things to go over. Uh, I think we're going to, because we don't have the, the crew today, we're, I'm, I think we're going to hold off on the homework. The okay. artifact, monster, and ritual slash potion, and get into some nuts and bolts shit. My favorite. We were talking about, in our last episode, we talked about alternate ways to level up. You could spend 30 momentum, permanently increase a stat, and that would also level you up. Mm-hmm. And we agreed that five should be the number that your health should increase by. Maybe that shouldn't be true. Okay. Depending on the stat that you pick. All right. So maybe five for dexterity and strength. Okay. Four for intelligence or composure. Mm-hmm. And six for endurance. I like that. That works. So shall it be written. So shall it be told. And I think if you level up a profession, it's always four. Yeah. HP. So uh, speaking of leveling up by professions, so when you start the game, you get a five in a profession. Mm-hmm. And if you want to increase your profession past, was it past three? It costs, okay. So you start with five, and then we talked about ways to, how much momentum it would cost to increase your level of yeah. profession, how often it would happen. That It means that you leveled up. And I was thinking, how about it's 10 momentum for the first three points in your profession each, you don't level up until the third step. So you spent 30 momentum, but you're limited by the amount of time it takes between each each. Okay. Point. Does that make sense? And is this for starting at zero or your five? I'm saying for the first three points of a profession. Okay. If you want to gain a new one. So for one, two, three, ten momentum each, mm-hmm. but you're limited by the amount of time it takes. So uh, what do we say? We picked months. So first point was uh, uh, three days to a week. Yeah. Second point was... Uh, we said three months. I'd say just make that a month. Yeah. Your third point is a year. How about we drop the third point to, we got three days to a week. A so month. Let's make six months. Yeah, I like that. Here's what the, this does at the table. I think everybody takes advantage of this now because you say, well, I've got 10 momentum. I want to, I want to gain a point in, in a new profession. 
I just spent some time doing that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Sp- I've got you know ten. I could I could blow on it right now. Yeah. To to increase it by that. Cool. In game time, you're playing this game. You're going by whatever, and it's like, oh, it's actually been two months of game time. And you're like, I have I've got ten more. I could spend and, and level up a little bit later. And then when that six month time comes around, you're like, oh, I'm definitely doing it and leveling up. Yeah. You know, the whole time you are you are picking all the other options to level up as you normally would for your character. But I think everybody wants to take advantage of this as well. Oh, definitely. And it, it, especially to diversify their character, mm-hmm. which is a thing I think we're running into echoes. Yes. Is that our, our, our professions, I don't think, don't necessarily uh, portray our, the character shift that is gone. Right. But, um, but it does, the profession you chose at character creation, perfectly presented where they started. Yes. Yeah. And I, I want to, how do you feel about then, if this is the progression, maybe you start off in a profession with three instead of five. That sounds fine. Okay. And now, let's say you've got three. To increase it to four, is that 30 momentum? That's a lot. It's hard to say, right? Like, Or do you make it 10 momentum for every increase, but the timeline keeps keeps getting pushed forward? That works out, and I don't think it would be abused. Cause it, no. I don't think momentum is going to scale heavy. Mm-mm. And it's it's also nice, especially if if you have someone at the table who's who's eating up a lot of getting a lot of momentum from uh, from character interactions. Mm-hmm. Well, they can always dump ten right as time goes on and kind of keep themselves combat wise pretty close right, but extend ex- expand their character. Yeah. So how about it's always ten, but you are limited to increase your profession by the amount of time that's passed between you gained your yeah. last point. So it's always ten, and for every time. To- for every 30 that you've spent, you level up. Perfect. All right. I like this because I'm spending 30 momentum to gain 1.1 profession, even though it makes you a master. Seems like a sink. Yeah. It just doesn't feel it doesn't feel as good. Whereas you could definitely, I, I, you would always be like, oh, yeah, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this track going. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would look at it and you'd go, oh, well, over the course of our game, I spent 90 momentum increasing my professions. Which shit? I could have gone. I could have gotten three steps. Three steps, but, pretty good. Yeah, but then you're like, well, but I couldn't do it at the same time, and it was opportune. Yeah, and you probably wouldn't trade it afterwards because you still leveled up. Yeah. Also, just having more ways to spend momentum is good, and I think if if you're increasing your, if you level up through profession increase, you only gain four HP. Yeah. Because that's that falls in line with the intelligence and composure. Why would your physical stat increase more than even in physical heavy? professions yeah no it's not um, it's unless not you're really. unless you're farming all of the time i don't think you really would i just think because because also the profession of soldier yes. right like you've gained the momentum you would use to increase your health already and you've leveled up in those in those paths apart from the profession so the profession of soldier just means the knowledge and skill set yes. it doesn't mean the uh the the physical improvement your body gets no okay so Champion's challenge ability. We've found that it scales far past the chance to hit aspect of it scales far past what anybody else can do. But if we just remove the chance to hit aspect and make it just that the damage increases over the course of a fight, it actually isn't that great anymore. Like it's 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 below what other people get. So instead of that, instead of it being building over the course of a combat, we could say building over the course of of consecutive hits against the same target and it's not chance to hit it's just damage so what i was thinking is you're a champion do you want to reinstate your plus one to hit with melee weapons then i don't still bring it up i don't know so you get that you get that flat one bonus 
which yeah. is solid. Well, how about plus one to hit with all weapons? Okay. With, with actually all, plus one to hit with all targeted attacks, so you could be a champion mage. Yeah. Okay, but that's it. Just a flat plus one. So, so what I was thinking is that you start off a combat, you go up to a monster, you challenge it. On your first successful hit, it's plus one to your damage against your talent's target. Your next successful hit, it's plus two to your damage, and so on and so forth. That target dies, you challenge a new target, it starts over. What that means is that you're never in a position where you're not benefiting from it. And on boss battles, it really starts to matter, and it has the flavor of what it means to be challenged by this champion. Yes. He's committed to taking you specifically down. So... And he, in the fever of battle, is gaining ground. Mm-hmm. But it's always a swift action because it takes time to force them to acknowledge that this is happening. It's like it, it, you are challenging them and letting them know. So, okay, because I feel like that's good. We can do that. And because um, turn by turn, that's just going to be a fun little, like you grab a spin down die and you start tracking like, yep. all right, plus five damage, plus seven damage. You know, you just keep going. And also it, it just, it, it makes it so that it doesn't mess with the ways that other people grant you plus one to hits and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, well, and it's it's also it's going to be good, but based on how good it is, it'll be erased faster. Yeah, so it, it's it's less likely to get run away. Right. It the, its best chance to run away is if so. Maybe not consecutive hits because then maybe it shouldn't go for granted attacks. Maybe only on your turn, once per round. Yeah, I like that too. Well, once per round, you can only deal a damage, or once per round, every round it increases. I think that's a good one. It can only increase once per round. Yeah. So on your granted attacks, you still get your bonus. It just doesn't increase. So maybe it's not dependent on you hitting the target. Maybe it increases per round all right. after you challenge them. Yeah, that works. You're like, okay, so so I've challenged you this round. So all the attacks I do on you this round get a plus one. Round two, they all get a plus two. Round three, yeah. Because then it starts shifting the battle of who's granting what attacks to whom. And Yeah, I like that. Okay, that's good. So let's let's dive into Marksman. All right, this is a big one, folks. Let's do this. All right. So Marksman's Core, the suppressive fire is okay, but it's also kind of hard to think of it in the moment of how it actually is functioning. Like, are you firing tons of arrows? Are you just letting people know that arrows are coming? It's, it's not great. And, and they get a plus one to hit with all ranged attacks. I want to remove that because it's too generic. So currently they have plus one to all targeted range and targeted magic attacks. And they have treat any ranged weapon the, as though the strength requirement was, were too fewer. Okay. And cover fire. When an ally misses with an opportunity attack, you can make a single basic attack against that targeted enemy as a free action. And if the enemy provoked the atta- opportunity attack while moving, you may use this ability against them in any space in their movement. And then suppressive fire. I really like cover fire. I do too. But I think um, let's let's put that aside for the moment. I was thinking, what if... If you think of marksmen in film, in literature... There's generally two types. There's a type that's in the shit, firing with a pistol, an assault rifle, or a crossbow or short bow. Mm-hmm. And there's the sniper. Two different kinds, right? So, like, the man with no name from Spaghetti Western. So how about the... We could, we could create... When you're a marksman, you can, every day, decide if you want your loadout to represent an assault marksman or a long shot marksman or a sniper, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because... Uh, Somebody with a long bow, a classical long bow, made of you. It's, it's what, a six, seven-foot bow? Yep. Yeah, you're not mobile. Nope. <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing that. And if you have a very heavy crossbow, you don't want to be moving around. You want to line up a shot. You want to take it. Whereas assault, you should get, like, a bonus to, to movement and firing and, and not 
provoking opportunity attacks when moving, that kind of thing. Very covering yourself. But that means that you should get a plus to hit bonus and a plus damage bonus from sniping in range, right? Yes. So how do we... How do we make both of those worth worthwhile? I think the easiest way to do it to balance, because you're also going to be dealing... The bows are going to be bigger for Sniper. Mm-hmm. Their base damage is going to be better. Do do we just concentrate on for them being shot to shot, no reactions, just sing, single target increased damage, but then the assault type gets movements, and then the uh, covering fire only works for them while they're in it? Maybe we can split... Right now we don't have this split, but maybe we can split ranged weapons into light and heavy i don't even want to say light like uh, small and large something like that like because compact yeah well because like a hand a hand crossbow and a heavy crossbow are two completely different beasts yeah Uh, a short bow and a long bow completely different beasts just moment to moment in terms of how you would use them so right now we do have that split fundamentally for melee weapons we have one-handed and Mm two-handed and that represents big and small or heavy and light, or whatever you want to call it. Right now, two-handed melee weapons get double their strength bonus added to their damage. I think maybe that's a thing we do for the large ranged weapons. We give double the intelligence bonus. Okay. So they have a bigger die and double the intelligence bonus. But what that means is that we need to make sure that light weapons have lots of tricks. Yeah, and I really think think the cover fire then makes up for the the damage displacement. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think cover fire only goes to assault. Yeah, because cover fire was super duper good. Yeah, maybe you can maybe you can put a distance limit on cover fire, and it's close. It's close. We'll, we have to change it, like uh, support fire or something like that, because actual covering fire is just preemptive. Yeah, it's not uh, reactionary. But I think that goes to assault. That whatever we name that yeah. ability goes straight to assault. So then, I think for a sniper or long shot or whatever you want to call it, maybe we could do assault and long shot. Would that I like be? it. Yeah. Okay. So for our long shot characters if they spend their move action they maybe increase the damage or chance to hit i think chance to hit chance to hit makes sense yeah yeah so they spend their move action they get a plus two to hit period yeah okay we've got an issue where it takes a move action right now to reload crossbows which makes sense they're hard to reload yes maybe if you're assault and you're using hand crossbow you can reload them as a swift or even I, i think we should have like a carbine crossbow a repeater something that's two-handed but easy just mm-hmm. not in between a crossbow and a hand crossbow just something that's that's compact well i was thinking of maybe giving something like that as a heavy crossbow where it's a repeater you get three shots and then you have to spend a move action to reload it. Mm-hmm. would that okay. make sense yeah. yeah you could still shoot on 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 the move most of the time it works out yeah like three is a good number too cause but that's that's a heavy item. yes yeah okay now we also have strength requirements for bows. I think, given that we're creating some fundamental bonuses that marksmen will get, we don't need to regulate them in that way with no. strength, requir- strength requirements. So now we can make things, we can give marksmen at every step things that are specific to each to each style of, of weapon. Yeah. So you could get rapid fire, obviously can only be used with light range weapons. Yes. But what does, they get a, an equivalent of, of overwhelming strike for long shot? long shot? I think their damage is already going to be there. Yeah. So for for long shot, I think we need to to do things like because um, again, when you think of feats of marksmen, you're thinking of called critical hits. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of no longer relying on chance. Let's go with the sniper archetype. Yeah. Right. Um. Pinning shot is the scene for step one. Mm-hmm. 
that's fine for both. Yeah. Both will use that with no issue. Um, and it makes sense. It's on flavor. Mm-hmm. And we vaguely discussed what the core would be, right? Vaguely. We'll, we'll get more into... Well, actually, let's let's go back to the core then. Yeah, let's... All right, so we'll say that... Okay, we'll say core marksman, we got assault and long shot. Or what do you want to call like skirmish? Skirmisher. Uh, skirmisher is flavor-wise more melee and... Mm-hmm. I, I like assault because it it's, feels more modern. It does, yeah. All right, so assault gets... Um, they get cover fire, which we will probably rename. Yeah. Maybe if they've hit with a weapon. Oh, uh... I would say something defensive. I would say... At, so this is defensive, just as a feature. If they... They can attack while moving. They don't have to stop their move. It, their, their attack can happen at any point in their movement. I like that. We call it harrying. Something like that, yeah. Or moving shooter. Or just, or just on the move, you know. On, on the bounce. The fadeaway. <laughs> All right. They, could, they got cover fire. They got move and, move and attack. Those Cover fire is the bomb there. Move and attack is just flavor-wise. You don't have to worry about this one thing. And uh, let's give them what's an at will. That's good there. Nat will specific to assault. Maybe just you can fire without provoking. And that's that's the best. That's it's, yeah. it's core, and you would use it. And you and you all imme- the time, and you immediately get to disengage if the attack lands. All right, right, because it's just like right. It's like a point blank yeah. shot that you can fire off immediately, super fast, and you get to disengage if it hits. Would you call it hip shot? Yeah, from the hip. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's just there. All right, long shot. Now, they can spend a move action to increase their, what would what, what we call that? Uh, focus? Yeah, but focus fire implies multiple. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what do we call it when we're, when we're uh, breath control, maybe? Something like that. Or, or when we're out at the range shooting. It's like getting a good sight picture. or Honing in, zeroing in. Zeroing in. I like that. Okay. So that's plus two to hit. Spend a move action, gain plus two to hit. What's another feature we can give them? Maybe something off of criticals. Because like criti- criticals are bigger. Yeah, they should run on criticals. I oh, like that. Maybe all range attack attacks count as piercing weapons. You crit on a 1 or a 20. Like it. Done. Because right. it's, the, it's the force of the blow that makes it always... Yeah, and you've got the time to set up. Yeah. You're, you're better at picking individual difficult targets. Okay, and what's... And you're, you're, aim- <laughs> you're, aiming, you're aiming for a cleft in the armor. You miss slightly. But it turns out there's still just enough power to punch through anyway. Oh yeah, crit on one or twenty, um, and let's get let's give them an at will attack um, specific to them. Maybe maybe it goes through the target into the next target for half damage. That could be cool. You have to line it up. Yeah. Well, but then like you got to move to do it generally. Yeah, but then you just lose your plus two bonus. That's it. That's that's true. That's true. And if and your allies might be setting you up to get it. I like that. Or, or even you can have a warlord because I uh, had a command character. I barely used the movement things because it just didn't come up a whole lot. With marksmen, suddenly that becomes way cooler and more useful. Totally agreed. Maybe something with armor piercing then. Well, no, they get armor piercing later. Yeah, everybody does. But I think we we need to kind of change every tier of every step of marksmen to be better. So let's make an at will. It ignores armor equal to your intelligence. It's just for this at will. Okay. And if there's a target on the same line behind that target, it deals half damage. No armor piercing. With zero armor yeah. piercing. Yeah, that's like is real good. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good. That's a really good hit. But would you pick it over from the hip? You know, like from the hip is real useful. Not to mention the um, 
being able to use rapid stru- you know rapid shot with a light weapon. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. But you could pick a light weapon and be long shot. Yeah, and do rapid fire from long shot. So maybe that's is that broken? Think about that. Way. What that you could switch if you picked a light weapon? No, that you are using a light weapon as a long shot uh-huh. and spending your move action to increase your plus hit by two, and then doing rapid shot. Um, kinda. I don't know because now I'm thinking. Okay, well, die six short bow. Yeah. Let's say that gives you a plus because you're probably only going to put three to hit if you're maximizing for damage, right? Mm-hmm. So a, a short bow would be a d six. Plus three in damage, and you you're going to give yourself a anywhere from plus f- five to plus six total chance to hit for both shots. Each one's going to do a d six plus three. No, you only get to add your bonus damage to maybe you know what? Maybe let's remove that limitation for rapid shot because remember that we have the limitation right now in rapid shot where your additional damage mm-hmm. only applies Plus to the whole thing to the whole thing for for your intelligence. I think because we only allow it to be used for light weapons, we can remove that. Yeah. Okay, so so you're doing two d six plus six if both hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, longbow. That that's if you're that's if you're a long shot guy, but you're using a short bow, so you can do rapid fire with the long shot bonus, which is good. Yeah, that's good. I mean, a plus six plus five to hit level zero to do two d six plus six is pretty good. But the long shot guy is going to use a longbow. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a d twelve plus six. Yeah. So it doesn't sound broken. <laughs> it sounds. It seems similar, but it's just it's it's part of it is the. Getting the differential, mm-hmm. having them feel different, and then this just feels like kind of cheating and not picking one. Like, I almost think <clears throat> the, maybe an interesting way to do it would be, like, you could be a marksman and have a hand crossbow and a longbow, mm-hmm. yeah. and someone could get in your face, and you could drop your longbow, shoot from the hip, get the fuck away. Mm-hmm. I don't. That doesn't feel bad. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I like that. Because, because you don't have to pick... No. Assault or long shot. So you are pick, both, right? Picking assault and long shot happens um, maybe at the beginning of a fight. How about that? Just the way that zealotry works. So once can a f- can you change it though, like zealotry? Yeah, I think I think with, uh, with a move. Let's do. So it's a stance. It's a stance. You pick what stance you're in at the beginning of combat. Uh huh. And if you're always going to be long shot, you don't need to. Yeah. You know, say it. But uh, you pick what stance you're in, and when it. When you want to change it, so zealotry has to change it as an attack action. But they're physically, their form physically yes. changes. I think for them it's a move. I think so too, because you don't get as much. You like, don't. You don't get as much, and it's and it's also. I I do feel like assault should even if you're a long like long shotman, assault should always be a, 
your ability to get the fuck away if you yeah. need to. Well, because assault gets you cover fire and move and attack. Yeah. Which are both stellar. Great ways you to can, get, get away. You can use a long bow for both of those. Yeah. Long shot, you could use a short bow for both of those. But the flavor for each, to maximize both, yes. you want the one that you can reload immediately. Well, and you can have fun with flavor doing it the other way. Yep. And, and being a hybrid and being more... Like, fuck it. You can make Robin Hood start core marksman, step one marksman, well, step he, one champion. Because he's assault, right? He was an ambush ambush guy. And then you go to do the tournament. And he's and a, long, a shot. long shot. Yeah. And then he fights a guy with a sword. And he's good at that, too. Yeah. Scoundrel. He's core scoundrel. Let's be real. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. He's, he's core marksman, step one scoundrel. I don't even. Th- but he doesn't. He's not a dirty fighter when he fights with a sword. Yeah, that's true. He's very, he's very much like, I challenge you. I'm going to kill you. So then champion. Yeah, he, I think he's. I think he's a marksman. He's a marksman champion who is a th- whose profession is thief. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I like that. I like assault and long shot. At what were we calling the uh, the penetrating shot? Punch through, maybe. I like that. Okay, I feel like that's a solid core. We don't need to give them a plus nope. one to hit with range attacks. It gives them a lot of shit. Now let's go to step one. So we remove suppressive fire. Yeah, we can try to put something similar later. I don't know. It, it, it's it's not really that great. It's an it's an AOE attack that. So w- right now, for listeners, what it does it's a burst one within ten, so it covers a total of seven spaces on a hex grid. You target an area with unfocused shots, making it difficult for enemies to predict where to move. And effective targets move at half speed until the beginning of your next turn and cannot disengage. I feel like that j- the effect of that belongs in ice. Very much so. It's the there there can be something we give marksmen later on as a feature. I think that if you've hit twice in one round maybe all enemies take a negative to move that's suppressive because they're just scared <laughs> that's that's the fir- the focus of suppressive yeah. fire right i enjoy that yeah so well but that i think that's a later actually because it requires two hits in one round maybe it can be early and it would uh would would rapid fire trigger it yeah i like that because then assault is more likely to get it yeah but then like if long shot hits with with uh but would would punch through trigger? I don't it? think it would. Okay, I don't think it would. But if you have a command with you and you're a long shot yes, and you take yes. two and you hit, it triggers it. Agreed. Okay, and I don't think either of those can be used as basic attacks because your basic attack is just you firing a shot off. No. Yeah. Okay. In step one, marksman pinning shot stays perfect for both. Great. Yeah. And their feature in step one, critical hits with your ranged attack grant allies the upper hand against the effective target until the end of your next turn. I still like that too. <laughs> That's fine. I, I, let's keep it. All right. Marksman step two. Allies do not provide cover. Oh, wait. Do we need to add in anything because we're getting rid of suppressive fire? Oh, yes. No. Well, suppressive oh, we fire was it. in core. Yeah. Okay. We need to add something to step one for long shot because rapid fire can only be done with light range weapons. Yes. So maybe, maybe something control based. Like, you deal half damage, but an effect happens. Like, they're immobilized. Yeah. Um, so we're looking for an at-will, right? At-will that you would choose to do. And it would. this should be something that defines the sub-step. Yeah. Maybe it doubles your effective range. Okay. <laughs> That's massive. That's huge. It's giant. Because normally it's 10, but this way it could be 20. Yeah. I think that's fun, though. That is fun. <laughs> well, also, you know what it definitely does? Because it's that thing that's happened to every role-playing party ever. You want to question somebody. You need to take them out. They just run off the map. Yep. You're like, your marksman, though, is just going to be like, I got this one, bros. So what do you call that? Call your shot or, or long shot? You call it long shot. You can call it long shot, eagle eye, um, 
What are some fun sniper terms? Like ring the steel, you know, like that kind yeah. of thing. Like uh, impossible shot. Impossible. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just rapid fire and impossible shot. I like it. You can, only, you can only do impossible shot with a heavy yes. range one because that's the only way you won't suffer extreme drop. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I think the rest kind of fall in. Okay. After that, once now that we made that core change, which will, it'll define our step five yes. as well. So, so just to run down marksman step two, um, their feature is shoot the gap. Allies do not provide cover against cover for enemies against your ranged attacks. Perfect. Devastating shot is their daily. You may sacrifice your move action this turn to increase the damage of this ability, but it increases it by thirty five. It increases it by thirty five tiers. Okay, it's like an execution. I think that works with both. Agreed. Marksman Step 3 only gets two features. There's no ability. Okay. Are they good? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Banked shot, which you can bounce the shots uh-huh. to hit targets who they can't get to. Uh, and plunging fire, where you have the high ground against enemies currently flanked by your allies. And the high ground was just an extra plus two to hit. Okay. Which is good. Yeah. You get a benefit from flanking. Is it, That's four or three? Three. What are the other things that three get? I, I don't. I don't feel like that's enough. I don't think so either. But now that we've got now we've got heavy and light weapons, yeah. we can add some things to that. I mean, I do like I do like the fact that anytime you have the high ground, it works to your advantage. That makes sense to me mm-hmm. for 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 either of them, honestly. Right now, I think I want to remove this step four. They uh-huh. get armor piercing, which your ranged weapon attacks ignore armor by amount equal to your intellect. Okay, I think I want to get rid of that. All right, because. I think that's a thing that long shot gets to do with, with punch through mm-hmm. and it doesn't really make sense for the assault player yeah. to get that at all. Catch a breather. It's a utility action per, once per scene mm-hmm. as a move, you become suddenly aware of the enemy's positioning and you move to regain the high ground. You can disengage, you can disengage a number of squares equal to your dexterity and regain health equal to your endurance plus your composure. I like that. Still. I, I like it. Um, I think that one stays. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I We need to rework, I think, step three and yeah. step four. Armor piercing goes. Banked shot I like. But I feel like banked shot, maybe only with light weapons. Yeah. It feels like assault more, yes. than, more than those. Okay. Should assault, like as assault progresses, ideally in its, its masterful form, mm-hmm. does assault incorporate melee attacks? I think the answer is no, only because I think it does naturally. It automatically does because of the the bonus it gives you. You go one hand, you go hand crossbow, mm-hmm. axe. You're an assault marksman. You're you're going to take a step down something else to use that axe. Yeah, and neither interferes with the other. I'm not talking about interferes. I'm saying like attacks that use both. I don't think so. I I don't think so. Only because the I think you you're going to build your character specifically around how you think it will work. And mm-hmm. I, I think you're not limited in any way. Okay. By that. That just the fact that you're using a hand crossbow, it's a one hand arranged weapon and you're using a, an offhand melee weapon moment to moment. You could be like, Oh, I need to disengage. So instead of just disengaging, I'm going to use hip shot. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, or shoot from the hip. And I want to use, if you let's say champion, you know, I'm going to use helmet splitter, you know, to just to just tag him with it, and then uh, if I'm a Tiktani, I'm going to spend spend my you know other thing to use hip shot and immediately disengage. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it already you, you can build it without it being if you if you're going assault, you're thinking of being up in the mix anyway, and you've got a lot of things that prevent it from hindering you. 
So somebody comes in, if you're playing like a scoundrel build, core marksman, and you get in to provide, uh, you, you know, you're stabbing somebody with a dagger or whatever. Mm-hmm. You got a hand crossbow. And the guy wheels around and hits you for half your health in one hit. You're like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm just going to move away and fire, and I can do I can fire at any point in that movement, mm-hmm. you know, uh, without worrying about my melee attack. I think I think they support each other already. Okay. I think the hands you have is more important, what you have in your hands. If you're wielding a light weapon mm-hmm. and a light crossbow and your champion and you get dual strike, can you fire the crossbow and stab? Hmm. I don't think it's broken. One, you have to reload the crossbow. What if we make it so that... But dub- like, shortbow, definitely not. <laughs> what if we make it so that double strike doesn't require you to have two weapons? Okay. So you can just stab, stab. All right. You know, or like a flourish attack, basically, you know, attacking twice. That could be fun. I, I, I kind of like that. I think the passive interaction of them should be the thing that we should allow more than adding something to... Because core marksmen should feel focused, mm-hmm. but as long as it doesn't introduce roadblocks to playing it the other way, I, I don't think there's an issue. Okay. Because you shouldn't expect somebody who's core marksman on step six, even if they're assault, to want to use melee ever. Okay. Because you've got all those other paths to pick from if you want some melee shit. So step three, they get banked shot and plunging fire. I think plunging fire works for both. Yeah, and banked shot... Banked shot is assault. That's pure assault. That's assault. Your your long shot is doing... Is, is too penetrative, is too powerful. Yeah. That's just going to stick into a wall. It's yeah. not going to bank. You're not going to bounce it. No. It's not Xena's chakram. So what does, what, does, uh, what does long shot get that's equivalent? You add your strength to your damage. Ooh... With heavy heavy weapons, I like it. Well, but how would you add your strength to a crossbow? Well, you can just have a heavier pull bow because yeah. you can load it. I think that's good enough. Good I, enough. <laughs> I really don't. I don't. I don't dislike that at all, actually. Because if you think like I'm, I'm assault and like yeah, he gets to add his strength at step three to his range attacks. But I get to shoot around corners. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use rapid fire twice and hit two enemies I can't even see. All right. So step four, we're removing armor piercing, or do we? Yeah, we do. Let's remove yeah. armor piercing. And let's do... Um, I like the utility, though. I do, too. It's good. How about switching up your arrows? I think we talked about this. Almost like a Hawkeye yeah. scenario. So step four... When when does heraldry come into play for Citadel? Is that step four? I think it's, I think it's four. It is. All right. All right. Step four. New arrow types. You got types of arrows in your quivers. It takes a swift action to switch the kind of arrow that you're mm-hmm. going to use. And then armor piercing arrows. Armor piercing arrows, bolo arrows. You could you can go full. Oh, yeah. You can go full explosive. Dumb garbage on this. So let's come up with then. So for Citadel, we came up with eight different things you could of, of which you could pick two. Mm-hmm. Um, let's come up with four four arrow types, and that's it. So let's do what's what, what are the big hitters? Let's think. I think armor piercing arrows. So not not poison because that's that's scoundrel. scoundrel. You, you would bleed you, though. Bleed is good. Hollow arrows, right? That's the bleed arrow. They yeah. break off in you. They're hard to get out. Yeah, that's okay. So bleed arrows. So what would you call those? Like, a, let's call them a hollow, hollow, right? So they stick in you, and they mm-hmm. blood keeps coming out. That's a damage over time. So what? It's a tier one. It does an extra D four, or we can balance that out afterwards. We can figure that out. Yeah, um, explosive. Great. It hits. It deals splash damage. Yep. You know everybody a little bit more than the bleed. Let's say. Maybe a die six. one go. Yeah, let's yeah. just think of in, in basic die terms. Die four for bleed, continuous. Yeah. Die six, explosive, once to everybody around. But it includes allies, so you got yeah. to be careful. 
armor piercing. Great. Uh, you ignore armor equal to your intelligence, mm-hmm. and if it crits, it bypasses armor completely. It's like a dagger. Yep. Okay. What's one other good one? Uh, again, bullet arrow is fine. Just slow him. Slow is okay. I feel like you'd use pinning. Well, because you already have pinning shot. Okay. Well, then yeah. Um, net would be good. <laughs> that's a little crazy that's, though. That I, I'm step ten. Yeah, not uh, against it. Um, let's see. Oh, we could have a uh, arrow uses the one with the giant boxing glove. We can do that one. <laughs> knockout. Yeah, knockout arrow. What are what are fun status effects? Burn. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you should just be able to make you know fire arrows pretty easy. Agreed. Well, in reality, <clears throat> but I don't. They, I don't think. I think like shit. Yeah, but the whole thing is, I think they would just be used to destroy property, not injure a target. Agreed. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. So, trick arrows in Wikipedia. <laughs> There's acetylene, which is a torch. No. Boxing glove. We already talked about that. <laughs> it is funny. Atomic warhead. Uh, no. That's a little too. That's the Davy Crockett one. <laughs> boomerang. That could be. That's later. <laughs> that's good. I like boomerang arrow. Bola drill. I like mm, that. It doesn't seem to be on on par. Handcuff arrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kryptonite, obviously. Yes. Um, let's see. Very good. Mummy arrow. <laughs> All right. Just imagining it turns you into a mummy. Um, I think it just wraps you up. There's stunner arrow. Kind of like... A flash arrow? There's a flash arrow. What about something that... Oh, it's so niche, but I was thinking something that marks a target so that if they turn invisible, you can still see them. That's cool, but it's not that great. It also, it also it feels scoundrelly. Yeah. That's pocket sand, right? Yeah. We're using, like, chalk powder. So they've got their basic arrow, which just does damage. Yeah. they got these, which deal reduced, maybe reduced damage. I don't think they need to do reduced damage. Okay, well, then how about... They should just be limited. You should have a certain number of them. How about just the the broadhead arrow? And it is And it is one tier higher. Okay, I like that. And then you're just... Normally, you use that one. Yeah, but I, I would say that... In your um, in your quiver, you don't have to keep track of your normal arrows because you're not no, going. You're not, not going to use. A, you're not going to use fifty arrows, right? And that's usually the kind of numbers you're carrying on you. But I think these need to be like limited to like five a piece. I disagree. I disagree because I think they're class features, and I think that the assumption is that you have prepped your quiver enough to handle that many, and you're going okay. to be you're going to be retrieving them yes. when you use them. So that's just something I think that can happen off screen. If that makes sense. In the mm-hmm. same way that we don't make people sharpen their weapons and yeah. repair their armor and stuff like that. We'll just assume that you are taking the necessary steps as, as your own personal Fletcher. So the broad air was just going to replace? Your basic. Pretty much. All right. That's good. It takes four steps to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then you use, use the others for whatever their secondary yeah. effect is. Maybe two tiers higher then. Because that's what a, an average of one extra damage. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. That's step four. That's all of Marksman. We did it. Yay! And then uh, our next episode, we'll we'll start tackling step five of everyone. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I really want to see where we can we can twist all of these into new shapes that are even more interesting. We've introduced a ton of mechanics since then: the stance mechanics, the dice tier I system. I love heraldry. I, I really I honestly think it's flavor and gameplay wise just so solid. I agree. Okay, well, I think that does it for this episode today. It's been kind of a short one, but very productive. Mm -hmm. I want to thank Liam for being here. 
I want to thank everyone who was interested in playing Marksman and now might be really interested in playing Marksman. Yeah, I think Marksman is is really coming into its own. Um, also, if you find this interesting and you want to play the games that we make, we've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash RPGFS. That's us. You can download our rule books for five bucks a month. You can download our character sheets for two bucks a month. And at one dollar, you get all the cutting room floor stuff, the stuff we cut out of all these episodes. Which, as a person who listens to them, I say... Well worth a dollar. Yeah, they're pretty funny, um, and you hear us get pretty gross. Though. Yeah. If, if you miss bad storytellers, that's as close as you're going to get, folks. It's as close, yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash RPGFS. You can find us on Instagram at RPG from Scratch, all one word. And we're on Twitter at Homebrew Ombres. So thank you, everybody, for listening, and until next time, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.